Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is DC Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the DC Universe. movie fans, welcome to DC Movie News. We had a slow news week this week, so we'll be talking mostly about recipes from the official superhero cookbook from DC. I'm Adam Gertler. I'm Roxy Stryer. I'm Johnny LaCuasso, and you have no idea what you could do with green peppers to make it look like a Green Lantern pizza. Okay, guys, stop messing around. This Show is the book, Adam. Best news week ever. But instead, we're going to look at pictures of his cupcakes. No, no. I just got to say, you know, it's my mom, dirty. even back in the 80s, I don't know what she did, but she used to do that little, uh, the, 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 the Superman symbol on yeah. my cheeseburgers. Sure. Did, with ketchup, did your mom ever That's do that? That's a good no. mom. No. No. Oh, this shoe's so My great. mom was like, here's the bottle. Use it yourself, idiot. Aww. In a nice way. In a loving way. Oh, I think I'm that's a different show that. for a different time. Show off the bullet necklace, please, so you can intimidate everyone watching. Oh, because I'm 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 really cool bullet wearer. She's got shrapnel. Does that make me a superhero? Yes. Yeah, you're rocking shrapnel. Yeah. That's impressive. That's exactly. Exactly. It got, got taken from me at the airport. Um, very to have uh, Roxy Stryer back on the show. She wasn't with us last week. So does very to have mean you're very happy to have? Because I feel like you left out the word happy on purpose. Very. I'm very. I'm feeling something. I'm uh, feeling something. No, very happy to have you back. Are you kidding me? You were missed. People missed you. People complained. Mm-hmm. I watched your show though it was amazing and Aubrey was awesome and you guys had a great replacement that dude knows his comics yeah he did he really did and wrestling yep alright we we got along really well we actually had a huge week for DC Movie News. We have uh, an official announcement about the cast for the Suicide Squad movie wow I I mean a lot of money there was a lot, yeah, a lot of money. I mean, there was a lot of talk about a lot of these names being rumored. I did not think all the names being rumored were going to be cast, except like you know, with the exception of Gosling, maybe. I was a doubter. I, you guys heard me say it on the show. I was like, Will Smith. I don't think he's coming. No way. Yeah. So I'm eating crow today. That's great. And I'm pretty happy about it. This crow tastes really good. Yeah. And I'm. So, I think that the cast overall, they did a really great job. Um, I'm a little. Quest, I think we'll, some of it's We'll get specific. We'll get specific in a second. But okay. just what are your overall impressions, LaQuasto, about the cast announcement? Just overall. Well, first off, it makes that video by Jared Leto uh, pretty hilarious now where he just danced around the topic last week where he's like, oh, it's it's like Fight Club. You can't talk about it. Meanwhile, he's like signing in the dotted line as he's talking. You just know. like Fight Club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a good point. But I mean, you, this cast is it's it's blockbuster. Now, I think you could interchange Will Smith and Tom Hardy. I think either one of them could play either characters. Yeah, Jatorel, do we have our picture up here? Could we see our uh, our picture of the cast so we can see what we're, we're talking about? Yeah. Um, you know what we and when people were rumoring uh, Captain Boomerang as Will Smith, it just didn't sound right. Mm-hmm. And you did Australian. Think, 
Yeah, and I think we even said at the time, oy, oy, oy. I, I think it was like, you know, he should be dead shot or something like that. Um, wah, wah, wah. We have no signal. It's going to get there. <laughs> there it is. All right. All right. Look at that cast. Look at that beautiful woman playing Joker. My God. For a cast of villains, that is the sexiest looking cast I've ever seen. All right, let's start oh, villains from the are always hot. Since you already started talking about it, Leto is the Joker. He's gone from winning an Academy Award in uh, Dallas Buyers Club uh, to his very next role being the Joker, last played by Heath Ledger, who also won the same Academy Award that he won, Best Supporting Actor. Interesting. And needless to say, this is going to be a very different Joker than the Heath Ledger Joker. And that's how it should be, because no one can replicate what he did. And Jared Leto is, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, a, I'm excited to see what he does. I don't know what it's gonna be, but it's gonna be good. I think they could have cast a very small amount of people that everybody wouldn't have been outraged with. And mm. people are not outraged, so no. that's a very good sign. There's a lot of support. People were pretty much saying it was like him or Gyllenhaal, you know, especially yeah. after seeing Nightcrawler, so that Gyllenhaal could have been great too. Yeah, yeah, but I think he's gonna kick butt. I think he's really, really good. Um, I am still skeptical of seeing the Joker at all in the Suicide Squad movie. But if we are going to see him, we don't know how big of a role he's going to play. It could be a small role. I love Leto. I don't think they're going to be better. I think he's going to be locked up. So I don't know how much of a role he's going to play. I, I agree. I think we've talked about this before. I think he's going to be kind of like this Hannibal Lecter character. Also, if the, we already know that Batman v Superman is taking a lot of its inspiration from The Dark Knight Returns, which mm-hmm. will inform the universe, the, the, the uh, DC movie universe. And, you know, if you look at, uh, if you've read The Dark Knight Returns, and if you haven't, what are you doing? Um, the Joker in that is very interesting. You know, he starts off where you think he's been rehabbed, and then like the first part of it, it's got a, there's a great uh, two part animated film out there right now too. So if you can't read or if you don't read, check out the DC animated film, mm-hmm. and it's a very different take on the Joker. Um, but we know that we're going to be later on in Batman's career, so we're not seeing an origin story. I almost guarantee. Right, Adam. I have to ask you to do me a favor What's because that? you last week I really missed out. I didn't know this about you. How amazing you are at impressions. Oh, You're really good and I didn't know mm-hmm. I, just as a little callback I need your best why so serious I got it I gotta have it oh, did, did I do one no you didn't do it I'm saying a callback and, to our last and joker then, I then you gotta it. break into Marlon Brando immediately oh, yeah. I say I, I don't have a why so serious prepared but I'll give you this one I'll say Batman oh, Batman wow. somebody tell me what kind of a world we live in or a man dress up as a bat gets all of my press this town needs an enema is Bob is Bob Dylan in the movies? Oh God, I wish that's another one. So happy I just asked. Oh, Um, okay. So Joker, uh, people are outraged about the fact that he's going to be on the Suicide Squad. He's not going to be on the Suicide Squad. There's no chance he's going to be in the movie. He's not going to be redeeming himself. No, you can't. No redemption. It's ridiculous. Okay, so let's move on to the next uh, major character. What do we think about Tom Hardy being cast as Rick Flag? No brainer. Did you guys see This Means War? I did. Actually, we covered it on, on FX Movie Download. I know that we've seen him in a million other things, but I think that he is so good. And I thought he was awesome in that. And that kind of reminded me more of what we're going to see. I, you know what? I felt the same Squad. thing. You're not crazy, Roxy. I felt a little crazy, and, but... And let me tell you something. What's interesting about This Means War... Now, you could say, all right, it's a cheesy rom-com, whatever. And it was. But he 
elevates the material. He did. He and really almost, did. And almost everything he does. I know. I completely agree. I think that I don't know that much about Rick Flag. I don't, but... I don't think there's a lot to be known. He's had different incarnations. He's a military guy. He's been the leader of the Suicide Squad. The thing is, Tom Hardy is one of the most interesting actors to watch, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll watch him do anything. I agree. I, I could see him almost being like a Hannibal from the A-Team style leader. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah the guy in charge, the man with the plan. I mean, look, the guy is going to be Mad Max. He was already Bane. He's coming back to the to this new DC universe, which is kind of out there. Do you but think cool. that's weird that he was already Bane and now I he's coming think, back? Uh, I think somebody who played the Human Torch is now Captain America, mm-hmm. and nobody thinks anything weird about that. Somebody who played Superman is now on a TV show called Arrow, but, you know. Playing the Adam, right, exactly, <laughs> Rick Palmer. Um, so what else do you, are you a fan of Hardy's work in general? What do you think, Johnny? How couldn't you be? I mean, it, it makes perfect sense for him to play that role. Like I said, I think you could have you could have changed Will Smith and Tom Hardy. They could have done either one. Sure. I'm not, not going to complain with Will Smith being well, a bitch. You know what? As long as the, his damn kids aren't in the movie, I'm not going to complain about Will Smith being a bitch. I'm I, I actually did. I tweeted out that I yeah, wanted... Yeah, uh, That set me off. J- Zan and Jaina, uh, the, the Wonder Twins. Yes. Okay. Jaden and Willow Jesus, for the Wonder please. Twins. So, Come on, make it happen. Freaking Olsen twins playing the Wonder you Twins. You guys both tweeted about it, and you wrote how much you hated it. You wrote how much you loved it. <laughs> what? About them being, you wanted to cast as kids. Yeah, no. I, was, I was kidding. Okay. Um, oh, thank God. I was absolutely I kidding. You were for real. No, 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 no. Wouldn't that be great if they... <laughs> he was doing you. He was pulling a funny. Yeah, no. maybe. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if they cast Will Smith just to try to get to Willow and Jaden? <laughs> exactly. If it was, if it was No, okay, so what do you think about the Fresh Prince? I know you're a Philly guy. What do you yeah. think about the Fresh Prince? officially being in this movie. Look, you're not going to talk to a, a fan of Will Smith that goes back more years than me. Like, I literally have been down with Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince since I was a little child. In West Philadelphia, mm-hmm. born and yes. raised? Even yes. before that, he goes back to A Nightmare on My Street. Well, actually, that was even, that was one of those, second, second albums. See? He didn't even know that. That's where, First I, that's album, where I picked it up. Rock the House, 1987. Bam! Wow. My point is, Woo! I love Will Smith. I always will. And I'm happy seeing him in anything. And he's, it's not like he's doing a lot of films anymore. Well, you know what? When they just announced that they're doing the sequel to Independence Day, and it's been long rumored that he's not in it. Mm-hmm. Who cares about a sequel to Independence Day? Am I on crazy pills? Like, who really wants to see that? I care. Uh, I, I care a little really? bit. Okay, yeah, okay. I care. Maybe I am on crazy pills. I don't care pills. as much as I care about this. I'm really happy that he's choosing this role. I think this is the kind of role that Will Smith should be doing. I can't wait to see Will Smith opposite Tom Hardy because I think Tom Hardy's going to bring his game up. Yep. You know, it's a great... They're going to be like the two leads of this film, ostensibly, and I think I think it's just going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do too, and I think he must be a fan in order to take this role because as I talk talked about before he's he's going for that Oscar he wants that Oscar this isn't going to be that role most likely so he must just really want to be involved in this which is great I, I think I think it's a great choice I'm really excited to see what happens some people pointed out that it's uh, they're they're mixing race um, uh, you know making Floyd Lawton an African-American character I, I don't I mean I guess he's appeared as different races in the past but in the new 52 and again if you look at we've talked before about assault on Arkham Floyd Lawton is an African-American character yeah. in that film so I, I really am sort of getting the impression that the new 52 and all the new animated stuff oh, is yeah. informing that you know the the, the tail is wagging the so dog it's fantasy you could be whatever race let's not be racist in fantasy at least can but, we do yeah. that? you know what I mean like who cares if I, we're going that route though isn't Rick Flag not Rick Flag not Richard Flag but Rick Flag is in the son he goes by or, Dick Flag sometimes yeah, well I think that it's the yes. son of the I almost think it's the grandson in the new 52 version is that right, correct e- exactly so? I, I don't know that they're going to get too far into 
to that, but they might. You know, we don't know which direction they're going to go. But I do feel like the new Fifty Two is the inspiration for a lot of the stuff in the film. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so moving on into the cast, uh, not so much we need to say about Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn because we've talked about it pretty much every week. Hot tag. Yeah, yeah, we have. Is the other oh. the Joker and Harley Quinn the hottest couple ever to be on screen together? Like, I will say though, I'm excited because she does have a lot of experience, and um, our other female lead does not have as much experience on screen. And you're speaking of uh, uh, Cara Delevingne, okay. you know. Uh, I, As the enchantress, she's yes. not going to say much. She's just going to. Have you seen pictures of her? She looks like she has magical powers. Well, I think that she's she gorgeous. Does. I think oh Lucasto needs a date. She's, I'm getting a lot of sexual energy. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm on Tinder. Okay, she's okay. gorgeous. She's absolutely gorgeous, and I can't say that she won't do a good job because I haven't seen her enough. You know, I was talking to my brother about it, and he was like, "Well, she was. Um, she did the VO for Grand Theft Auto Five, and I was like, "Oh, so that should make me feel exactly. more confident." I am in Grand Theft Auto Five, so that's not saying that. Much. Wow! Good for you, nice really plug. small. If if you blow something up, the fire truck shows up. I'm the white firefighter that cusses at you. So there you go. Oh, yeah, you are. Awesome. And, and if you get close to me, my character will beat you up and kill you because I've done that. Before. Very, Very exciting, cool. Laquasto yeah. and Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. But then I hear that she's been auditioning for a lot of things and gotten very far, so she must have some chops. So I I am hopeful. It's interesting the way that Warner Brothers seems to be casting these films using a combination of unknown actors like Gal Gadot, fairly unknown as Wonder Woman, but then for this movie. Suicide Squad, which admittedly is a much lesser known property, mm-hmm. can you say swinging for the fences much with their <laughs> casting? Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, Knocked Mike, out of park, I, yeah. and you know, and David Ayer, I'm just so excited about what's going on. Like, people, just get ready, people, because all the haters... Just get ready. I'm so excited about what Warner Brothers and DC are actually starting to do. You know, just from like Chris Terrio uh, uh, writing the screenplay for Batman v Superman and writing Justice League. David Ayer on this film. Uh, okay, let's talk about another cast. What about Jai Courtney? Okay, so... Silence. Silence no, falls upon the room. It makes no. sense if they want to keep the character Australian like it has been. What? You know what? I'm I have not been a huge fan of him since Spartacus, which I loved. Stephen denied Spartacus. Love, love, love that show. I have not liked anything he's really done since then. I I, I haven't seen obviously the new Terminator film. I don't have particularly high hopes for it. But the fact that the guy's Australian, he's playing Captain Boomerang. That's. I think he is a good pick for it. I'm a little bit worried about how they're going to depict Boomerang because Boomerang can be outrageous and kind of in a, a way that yeah, that's really goofy. Digger and, Harkness, and this is not Digger. so silly. So I'm I'm thinking about how that's going to work out, but I do think he was a good cast. Well, I, I, I think he's a good pick. I don't know much about Courtney. Does he have comedy chops? I mean, I, I, there's got to be a little. He's bit pretty wooden. I mean, in Spartacus, he just looked ripped and he had this weird blonde curly hair. He could be the first guy to go down in Suicide Squad. People were tweeting at us saying, like, who do you think is going to go down in Suicide Squad? I could see Captain Boomerang going down. I think you're right. That would, I was trying to figure out Somebody's which one. Somebody's got to die. Giving credit to at Kevy Dean, who mm. said that, who's going to bite the dust Ooh. in the SS movie. I mean, don't forget, anyone that dies, they can just bring them back to life at some point anyway. So. Well, that's nah. what that's what you have the Enchantress for. Actually, I don't know if she does those kinds of incantations. Um, all right, so who's left? Uh, on, have we talked about all those casting yeah, people? Yeah, we covered them all. Pretty okay, much. but let's talk about... And if we could show the uh, picture of the character that we are very curious to see that has not been announced yet, the uh, leader, what some people say the Nick Fury of the Suicide Squad, Amanda Waller, Johnny Laquasto, you've been very vocal about being a big fan. So nobody's been cast yet, but let's look at who they're talking about, who the rumor mill is purporting that WB wants. Which is not very new 52 of them. 
No, because the new 52 Amanda Waller is a, is a more slender, sleeker. She's a more like the woman who was cast on Arrow version. Mm. This, we're looking into people who I believe are beautiful, but they're not as small. Well, yeah. look at Amanda Waller in Assault on Arkham. She a big woman. Yeah, okay. So, you seem more like this Amanda Waller. So, we got Octavia Spencer. Yeah. Viola Davis. And my favorite. Oh, One for you and Okay, so, now again, swinging for the fences, you have Octavia Spencer, Academy Award winner. You have Viola Davis, uh, Academy Award nominee, two-time Tony Award winner. Yeah. You have Oprah Winfrey. Who's Oprah. Who's the queen of the world and was also a 1985 nominated for The Color Purple. Okay. Oprah, Oprah owns Earth. Can I ask you guys a question, though? It makes more sense to me for the other two, but do you think this is a project that realistically Oprah would be interested in? Yeah. Realistically, Without you think Oprah would get this, and if, if the price was right and the timing was right, she would say, yes, I am Would she be interested? Hell yeah, she would. Hmm. Here's, here's my thought on that. I have two thoughts. One, I feel like Oprah and Will Smith are down with one another. I feel like down? I feel like they're friends. Oh, oh, and like, I feel oh, we down, we down, like that. Well, you don't have to say it like that. No, but I, just I mean, like, yeah. down, like I thought, like down with love. No, 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 no. Roxy, I think, I so think they're hip. friendly. I can <laughs> see. I'm so not hip. And she's a great actress. I, I do think that I feel like it might be a distracting casting thing, but I don't know because the, the the roles that Oprah tends to take, which are very few and far between, are very heavy, serious, dramatic roles. Well, I don't know if I see her in a, in a, in a role like this. Huh. But this role could be kind of. I mean, she's a, she's a boss lady, man. She is such a boss. You see Oprah in a power suit? <sighs> Come on. <sighs> I gotta say, my I, I'm rooting. You know, because uh, oh god, I'm I, I'm gonna ro- vote. Viola Davis on this. If, if it's out of these three, that's who she's I'm voting for. She's your favorite or who you think would be cast? I Both. Out of these three because like Octavia Spencer, she's got such a sweet face. Wait, wait which one's the one on the right? Is that Viola That's, that's Octavia Spencer. On the left is, uh, is Viola Davis. On the right yes. is Octavia uh, Spencer. Uh, uh, and in the middle is Octavia looks way too young. Winfrey. Octavia looks way too young for me. To be, to be a man. I, I agree. She's got a very young face. Now, one. Um, so, would, do you have a do you have a vote? Do you have a preference? Who would you like to you say? You know, I've been watching How to Get Away with Murder, so still Oprah Winfrey. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no. And, no, and, no, and the, no the, here's one that the fans Oprah. really want. Let's show uh, the fans really want the uh, actress CCH Pounder, who is voiced Amanda Waller in the mm-hmm. Justice League shows, oh. and she really looks a part too. And if you watch Sons of Anarchy at all, she was great on Sons of Anarchy, and she would be yeah. a great choice to play that character. I could totally see that, but here's what I'm saying: at the end of the day, what is cooler than Oprah Winfrey? Yeah, Nothing I in love, the world. I love rooting for the underdog. But if they're gonna, they're gonna give it to Oprah. If Come she on. takes it, which I'm not sure she would. I don't know if she Why would take she? it. What else is she doing? Uh, she does the own network, Oprah. like my everything. Po- no, my point is, she rules the world. But besides that, saving people's lives, she doing? being a doctor, not really, but kind of mm. of my life. She. <laughs> I just love her. I think that she is everything. And I've seen a lot of the memes out there. And here's a Suicide Squad mission for you and you and you. And here's a chip in your head for you and you and you. You know, let Dr. Phil run the network for a little bit. Let her film the movie. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So moving on. Amanda Waller news. We should hopefully have it soon. Um, There's been a, a Badass Digest reported that... Um, oh, a couple of other. It. Oh, here we go. You yeah, get a suicide everybody mission. gets a suicide mission. How fast was that? Someone drew that already. Jesus. Yeah, nice. people. People were quick. Yeah. Well, no, I think that the it, the picture was there. They just put the the bubble on it. Got it. Look at Boomerang. He ain't having it. He's having none of it. That's by the way. If you're listening on iTunes, we have a cartoon here of Oprah Winfrey uh, giving out everyone a suicide mission. Wait, great time though. 
If you're on iTunes, go over to YouTube and watch us and rate and comment. And if you're on YouTube, go over to iTunes and rate, comment, subscribe. We love yeah. you guys. We love that five star. We love everything you have to say. We read it and I respond and to every one of you because I love you guys. And honestly, it takes less than a minute to do it. Feel free to zone out for a minute from us and just go to <laughs> iTunes and do it. And we're happy about it. There uh, has been reports that um, in addition to all the characters, <laughs> way to plug it, guys. Thank you. In addition real, to the man. characters already announced, which are uh, myriad, uh, in the Batman v Superman movie upcoming, that you will also see the character's name, uh, the Russian name, and I'm, 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 the name is escaping me right now, but the character KG oh, Beast. KG Beast? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I believe we have an, a great image of KG Beast as well he, coming up. He died in like the first 30 seconds in Assault on Arkham. He yes. Was gone fast. So the, the talk is that this character, would, that's a great KG Beast. The talk is that this character would be kind of like one of uh, uh, the cronies of Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by Jesse Eisenberg in the yes. upcoming film. There's still a lot of rumors that Jesse Eisenberg will show up in the Suicide Squad movie so that he might not appear in this. Let me just let you know how badass KG Beast is. He went toe-to-toe with the Dark Knight right here, yep. okay? And then when he ha- was ensnared in a bat rope, the man cut off his own hand to get away. And that's when he got mounted with the, you know, interchangeable weapon hand. It's like is, 127 days. Yeah. Or what's the name of that movie? Was uh, 20, uh, 127 hours. hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Days yeah. would be a long time. You ever met a Russian? They do some weird shit. Yeah. I'm Russian. Oh, See? really? Exactly. Yeah, Case in point. But also, even more exciting is that in Batman v Superman, you will see what will become Doomsday. Really cool. Which is crazy out there. Yeah. Uh, Laquasta, well, do you know anything about Doomsday as a character I from mean, the comics? If he's gonna if he's gonna show up, you gotta believe that his goal is to kill Superman, right? Why else would he be in there? Well, well you know, in in the comic book mythology, Doomsday was created by, by an Lex alien Luther. race. Oh no, an alien race. Well, at least in the original mythology, well, he comes and, from Krypton. Right. Well, he was cloned. He was actually uh, a character that they cloned, and this race basically they just kept killing it and killing it until it evolved into Doomsday. Like, they just kept... Uh, they forced the evolution of this character. In attempts to make him indestructible, exactly. they were trying to right. quicken evolution. And I'm not familiar... If, if it's changed... Are you familiar with Doomsday in the into New 52? New 52, which I don't know much about, but it seems like you're saying it was created by Lex Luthor Yeah, Lex Luthor created him in the New 52 right. with a specific goal to off Superman. Right, which makes perfect sense that sure. Jesse Eisenberg would... Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor would, would have something going you, on at Star Labs. massive character to take him on. So this is know? possible, you know, that we meet uh, the Ray Fisher character, you know, that will become Cyborg, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's very exciting. You know, I think that, you know, people are going to comment and say, like, this movie is getting so crowded. This movie is getting so crowded. This is the movie that's establishing the new DC universe. I will say I understand what they mean. It is good and crowded for people who are not comic book fans who keep hearing about all the stuff and having to do research and knowing what's going on but I think we don't know how do big... research like you have to hit your Google button no, no, a couple not times research. do research but just like if they want no I'm <laughs> saying if they want to figure out like they want to know what verse the new 52 maybe they picked up new 52 maybe they're younger maybe they're more recent fans maybe they want to go back maybe they don't know I just think that we don't know how long a period of time these people are going to be in the movies it could be five minutes it it's, could just be a little well, cameo if Doomsday's showing up I think he's going to have a pretty big role. Uh, well, 
Interesting. I, I can't see Doomsday being like a villain in Batman v Superman. It just seems like too big a villain for right. me. But I don't know. I mean, you, that's a great thing. Is like we have all this time to speculate. I feel like it's really going to be a lot of establishing this world and 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 planting seeds, just like Joker and Suicide Squad. Like he's got you know yeah. this 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 universe is going to be just you know interwoven and well, layered. Yeah, I see your point. I mean, if Doomsday shows up in Batman v Superman, I, obviously it's going to set something up for down the road. Doesn't well, mean he's not going to try to go after him at some point. I do think that Doomsday is too big to be taken down just by Superman. So I do think that it's something like if we're Batman v Superman and they're fighting each other and they need a greater force so they can work together to yeah. fight it, Doomsday would be a force that is big enough. It's a Justice League level, level threat. threat. Exactly. Um, exactly. I-, I would like to see the early stage of Doomsday. I would like to see the thing that would become, maybe it's called Project Doomsday. Maybe it's like Lex Luthor's um, you know, Doomsday plan. Like Frankenstein. If, if, right. He's like Lex Luthor is this guy who's suspicious and he's watching all these metahumans, mm-hmm. all these people with abilities that are now changing the world, kind of like, um, kind of like uh, uh, the character that created the Sentinels in the X Men movie. Like he's creating this new uh, thing to stop any kind of superhero threats that mm-hmm. are out there in this changing, evolving world. Then he gets out of control. Yeah, just exactly. like in Jurassic Park, those damn scientists messed up again. Just exactly. like that. So cool. All right. So moving on from the main universe, we have some interesting r- rumors regarding um, the potential Sandman movie. Now, uh, Sandman, if you're not familiar, is a is a Vertigo character. Sandman was a character when I was like in my early 20s and I graduated college. I was kind of out of comics for a while. I was working at a restaurant and somebody turned me on to Sandman, and I was like, whoa. That's a great tour, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, that's actually Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, exactly. I was going to yeah. say, it looks more like Edward Scissorhands. It's oh awesome. Oh, my gosh. But I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt so much. So, uh, Sandman is the character of Dream, and he's got many siblings that are, like, Desire and, 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 and Lust and all these different, like, they are, like, they are known as the Endless. They're the Sins. Basically. Yeah, well, they're not just the Sins, but, like, there's some of them in there. There's, there is death. There is, like, I mean, like, it's it's there's, like, 75 issues in the original series, and now there's, like, a new Sandman that's going on now. They've brought it back. So, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is producing. Uh, as you know, he directed the film Don John. That was his directorial debut. I think the rumor is that he's going to star Don, in this. Don John, Don Juan. Don, Don, Don John. Don John. The porn movie. Take it to porn. It was very good, actually. Wasn't it wasn't bad. See, I've heard mixed reviews. Oh, I thought it was great. So, what do you think of potentially Joseph Gordon-Levitt working on the Sandman film? Oh, I think it's awesome. Um, I don't know as much about it, and it is taking us away partially from all of the DCU because it wasn't in the original slate but I think that's cool I think we've got our foot in a lot of different doors the interesting thing that was mentioned this week is that they've been talking with Neil Gaiman the writer of the the series and that is exciting to me because you know as you know like other Vertigo properties like you know the name Alan Moore comes to mind who notoriously wants nothing to do with any of his properties being made into films he just he hates it Alan Moore is not having it he's a genius but He's crazy. Gaiman, on the other hand, very different story. Gaiman has actually written some scripts and some screenplays. He's written a couple episodes of Doctor Who, I believe, which I recently got into. Um, I don't know. To me, this is a really uh, another exciting side universe. Like, there's a lot of material in Sandman, and I don't know that I would have picked Joseph Gordon-Levitt to be the guy I wanted to do it. Okay. Easy on my man. He's not playing. Is he playing Sandman? I think he's going to be playing Sandman. What you could do, I just don't know about him directing the film. Um, You know, Don John, like you said it. It was. It was. I. 
It was okay. He would have to be. I mean, I, I would imagine he's not getting involved unless he absolutely loves the character. I don't know why else he would sign up. Which, you're right. You, you want to at least see someone who's enthusiastic about the character. And you know what? If he gets a good director of photography, if they get a good effects house working with them, yeah. it's Warner Brothers. It, Sandman is it could be a really good adult film. And there's different ways. Adult film? There you go. Exactly. And there's, di- there's different ways you can go. Like the original Sandman, uh, he used sleeping gas to sedate criminals. Then right. the newer version, he actually commits suicide because he's so lonely. And so you don't know which way... Right, right. The original Sandman is like, yeah, this character that goes around in the mask. I, I, I don't think it's that version. It's definitely the Neil Gaiman version. The Neil Gaiman version is, is the one that they're talking about. It's definitely yeah. not going to be the old school guy from the uh, the 50s and 60s. Um, here's another interesting fact. Uh, we mentioned briefly about the Justice League dark film that Guillermo del Toro was working on. Um, and that they thought that that would be in a separate universe. But Roxy Stryer, before we're gonna, before we start shooting the show, she's like, hey, did you hear that like the del Toro Justice League, Dark Justice or whatever, or Dark World is gonna be possibly involved in the WB shared universe? Roxy! It's confusing because honestly, we went on, um, it was from Screen Rant who let us know that, it probably is going to be. I'm looking for this quote right now, guys. So again, um, this is the movie that would I- include possibly the Spectre, Etrigan the Demon, Dead Man, okay. uh, John Constantine, the Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. So this says, however, in a recent interview, the fan favorite filmmaker revealed that Warner Brothers is not confining the supernatural team to standalone film territory, asserting that Dark Universe is part of the shared DC universe. Mm-hmm. So to me, that sounded like it was going to be a part of the shared DC universe. It, it sounds like it sounds a little confusing. Nothing has been announced officially. We are going to watch this story closely, yeah. DC fans. Absolutely. Yeah, there's nothing confirmed. And obviously, Del Toro enjoys talking. He enjoys giving information that isn't quite information. So we will have to find out what happens. It would be really cool if it's involved, though. Oh, wow. This is just a, a breaking piece of news that we just heard from Jatorel that uh, it is official that Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange for Marvel. Uh, so why are we talking about on DC Movie News? Uh, we be- love comic books, but also... Because we love comic book <laughs> movies, but also that means that don't go attaching Benedict Cumberbatch's name to any DC Warner Brothers properties because uh, it's not going to be him. He is the doctor. All right, good for him. You know what's really weird in this cookbook? What's really weird in this cookbook? Is a lot of the Aquaman-themed dishes use a lot of seafood. And, like, I guess I guess Aquaman would eat a lot of seafood. I just think he maybe is befriending all the fish and everything. I, so. He might be sick of the seafood. I would think he's a big-time carnivore. Oh, he's got to be some surf and turf. That's what he's yeah. doing. Green arrow kebabs, ladies and gentlemen. That mm. looks so... Can you make me something flash? Yeah, absolutely. I'll okay, get to thanks. work on something flash Great, for next week. you cook me dinner all the time. Um, Never. Uh, I've often said that my favorite uh, comic book of all time is The Dark Knight Returns. We've talked about it a mm-hmm. lot. It's been the inspiration for uh, the Dark Knight film, obviously, part of the Tim Burton 1989 Batman film, and the new Batman v Superman, by, according to uh, the director, Zack Snyder, is going to be very influenced by the Dark Knight Returns. It was just announced that Scott Snyder, who currently writes Batman for the New 52 and has written some great stories, is going to be co-authoring the third installment in the Dark Knight Returns um, uh, series, I guess, at this point, with Frank Miller. 
Um, how do you feel about that? Okay. Well, how do I feel about this? I'm glad yeah. you asked. I actually had the pleasure and honor and privilege of meeting Frank Miller at this past Comic-Con. Ooh. I shook his hand. I took a picture with him. Um, and he has influenced me, you know, as much as any author in the world. However, um, he didn't look particularly well. I know he's not in the greatest of health right, right now. And they're saying that he won't be able to draw this book. And I love his art. Like, mm. The Dark Knight Returns, I love that thick, crazy Batman that he drew. Um, And the sequel, The Dark Knight Strikes Again, wasn't so good. You didn't love the art as much, or you? I didn't love the art or the story okay. as much. It well, just, just the title itself is kind of lackluster. The Dark Knight, he's back. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's what's interesting, <laughs> though. So uh, uh, apparently, uh, now this is according to uh, 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 Bleeding Cool. Um, so uh, they're looking for possibly uh, Greg Capullo, who draws the Dark Knight now, Jim Lee, some other artist. Uh, but what's really interesting is that this wouldn't necessarily be a Batman story. And this is why it ties into Warner Brothers DC Movie News and why we're talking about it here. The rumor is that this would involve Carrie Kelly, who hmm. uh, was Robin in the Dark Knight, the female Robin right. uh, from the Dark Knight Returns. There's still a lot of rumors that Jenna Malone has been cast as Carrie Kelly Robin in Batman v Superman, which, as we've already said, is taking its inspiration from The Dark Knight Returns. So, as we've already said, Warner Brothers is putting all this new 52 stuff out there, all this animated stuff out there, to feed back into their movie world. Is it possible that The Dark Knight the thir- Dark Knight Returns, the third part, is a Carrie Kelly-focused story because they want to make people aware again of the Carrie Kelly character? Maybe. I mean, we're not positive about Jenna Malone. She could be. We talked about a couple different things that she could be. But I do think that you're right on. They're trying to say, guess what? You don't have to. You didn't have to be a fan forever. New 52. This is what we're doing. These are the new books. Read this. Read this comic because we want to make you aware. You want an origin story. Start with New 52. There you go. It's not. You don't have to go back nearly as far. And don't forget. You know, I'm a big swerve guy. Could be a big old swerve. Could be a lot of swerving, as we know. You are but such a swerve. He's guy. a total swerve. The Dark Knight Returns is still my favorite comic book of all time, though, and the movie is really great with Peter Weller playing Robocop. Oh, uh, uh, Peter Weller, you know, the, the voice of Robocop plays the Dark Knight. Mm. Robocop is like one of my favorite movies of all time, so that got me really excited. The most recent one? <laughs> no, not the most recent one. It was okay. <laughs> all right, so we um we actually we're, we're moving along well here. So we uh we're gonna talk about a little bit about some TV stuff, which I know Rock. Roxy Stryer loves. Um, we got rumors. We talked about TV last week a little bit. And I was jumping out of my chair. <laughs> you finally did it. Uh, there's rumors about the uh, CBS upcoming show, Supergirl. All right, so I'm going to take this away for a second. Do it. Oh, there's Jenna Malone. And there's Supergirl. Oh, but we're, we're losing Jenna Malone for a second. Cause we're Jenna Malone, Carrie Kelly Robin. Oh. All right, so What's this up? What's up? Right Claire? now, if you're on YouTube, you are looking at Claire Holt. Claire Holt is one of the most gorgeous, talented people. She comes from CW shows, Damn. Vampire Diaries, and then the spin-off, The Originals. Mm-hmm. She does play one of the original vampires. She's very talented, very, very beautiful. There was a little bit of a problem. When she left Vampire Diaries and went to The Originals, she was taping in Atlanta and she said to them I don't want to this is what it's rumored 
I miss Australia. She's Aussie. I miss oh. Australia. I'm homesick. I want to go home. And she dropped out of the show pretty oh. much. So, so that's she left CW the originals? Show. She left the originals. But the CW said there was no bad blood. She said there was no bad blood. Now she comes and makes some cameos. She just made one in the last week's episode. So she occasionally appears from time to time. But she has left the originals. But people keep thinking she's coming back wow. because she's living elsewhere. That's a CW show. So now that she's rumored... To be, and I know for a fact that somebody who does a lot of the CW casting is the person who's casting uh, Supergirl. Right, so, because it's also being produced by Greg Berlanti, right, who produces Berlanti. Arrow and Flesh. And the casting director is David Rappaport. He didn't cast Vampire Diaries Originals, but he did do Gossip Girl, 90210, Flash, mm-hmm. Arrow, etc. So I wonder what it's like that CBS is possibly, I don't know whether you can even call it poaching or what it is, but taking her and if it was ever true the rumors that she was homesick or why she dropped the show or why she'd be able to do Supergirl or where it's filming did she so there's a lot of things did she go back to Australia yes she went back for a little to see her family and then I, mean, I think she was back in LA she's I, not on Tinder LaCosta I'm just saying look I give kudos to <laughs> no anybody shot. who's willing to take their ball and go home like you know what uh, work isn't everything I'm out well, there was rumors at the time. People were saying crazy things. Is she pregnant? Did she get cast in a movie? Like, what's actually going on? Nobody it's not really that crazy it. to be pregnant. It happens. No, no, it's not that crazy. But I, we love her. She's so, so talented. So I, nobody really so knows. So what I'm hearing is that you'd be excited if she was super. I would be unbelievably excited. Cars But I would be upset because I would know she was leaving my show for good when we keep getting it hinted that she's coming back. Oh. And she can't be on a CBS and a CW show at the mm. same time. That's not well, happen. of course, CW is going to hint she's coming back. It's going to—they want to keep the rating. Well, I, she's hinted it too. I can't speak to her as an actress. She looks gorgeous. She oh, is, Lord. and I, she is so talented. She was my favorite character. Greg Berlanti has been doing a great job. Um, which kind of brings us to our next topic. What did you think of the Flash Arrow crossover, which scored some of the highest ratings in years for the CW? I think uh, for the second part, the Arrow part, they actually scored um, the highest rating in the target demographic uh, in many years. What a lame little picture. This is our have. picture? I this know. This is what we've got? I know. I'm sorry. For I, this I, awesome, I, awesome crossover, this little, is what we got? I'm the baby picture. I'm, baby I'm, picture. I'm the media guy. And I put the pictures together, and I got the lamest little little. little Take picture. out your magnifying glasses, everyone. That's Take okay. Everybody watched the show. What did anyway. you think? What did you think? Oh man, I thought it was unbelievable. I covered both parts. I went on the um, Arrow after show for AfterBuzz TV, and I always do the Flash. I thought it was so good. I gave it a ten out of ten. I loved it. There were actually a couple little things that I didn't like as much because I think they ran out of time. Like we we missed. Um, Can I stop you from spoiling anything for part two because I haven't seen part two yet? Okay, I won't spoil anything, but. I loved it. I love watching. I we had some major ship wars on the show. Everybody has different relationship things, and I thought it was awesome. Boomerang was so cool. What I thought was really cool. My biggest complaint, and I've said this before, the CW shows they always have to fill time with that CW soapy. The ship wars. Oh god, you know what I mean. But. This show was so packed with stuff going on that there was no time for that. And I loved Stephen Amell on the show. I love Grant Gustin. I love he got to play like a little bit of a dark Flash kind of character. Yeah. It was badass. I can't wait to watch part two. And I give him a lot of credit. I don't watch either show. I already said that. I only have so many hours in the day. But I did watch a little bit of that episode. And it's cool how they apparently they they meshed the stories really well together. They didn't just mm-hmm. throw them together like, oh, let's put these two in an episode and get the ratings up. They actually kind of made sense. I, I absolutely agree. 
I will say, I think it alienated some people a little bit because people who watched one and not the other were a little confused. Good. I say good. And I think that, okay, go watch them both then. Yeah, well, I mean, I just think it's like better than trying to compromise and, you know, appeal to everybody. Like, keep right. it a little special for the fans. Now, what do you think, since Greg Berlanti produces and writes both those shows and he's reportedly writing and producing the Supergirl show... People are already um, suspecting that there'll be crossover with Supergirl. What do you think of that? I think it's going to be an issue with networks, Mm -hmm. but we'll see how they do it. I think I'm always a fan for the love of the shows. I wish that the Gotham universe was the same right now. I wish that we could bounce back and forth with everybody. So, yes, make them join my universe. There's been talk of a possible Gotham style crossover down the road. We've already had actors on both Gotham and Arrow, so it's like they can't really... Different characters, Yeah, though. different characters. So. It'd be kind of weird. It seems like it's in a different time. I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about establishing a universe where Supergirl is there and these other heroes are there, but there's still no Superman or Batman in those universes. Well, there is yeah. a Batman in Gotham universe. He's just a little boy. Oh, there's a boy who will be the bat. (laughs) There is no Batman. There is a boy who will be the bat. Yeah, yeah. All right, so do we have time to get into some uh, some Twitter questions? I guess we have a a little bit. A little bit. All right, speaking of Twitter questions, guys, I will say those of you who did come out, you came out well. But those of you who didn't come out and tweet to us, we have gotten way more Twitter questions from you in the last few weeks. So I challenge you. There was a lot today, though. There was a lot last minute that you didn't see. Did I not tweet out from our thing saying, come on, step up? And you guys did. Don't yell at our viewers. I can yell at who I want. Don't you feel like mom's back? Like last week, you were hanging out with the cool uncles, and like now mom's back. It's like that scene in Mrs. Doubtfire when she comes home and there's a donkey on the table, and like he's listening to House of Pain, and (laughs) Roxy shows up. It's like, ah, party's over. Do you guys want to do this right now? (laughs) Do it. Come on. What do we got? What are some questions? Okay. um, So we talked about the last era crossover. All right. This is um, from Facebook, so you can also ask us questions on Facebook from Preston M. Shelton, who wants to know, hey, can you guys talk about who you think could play Shazam, Captain Marvel, alongside Dwayne Johnson? Do you smell? Dwayne Johnson plays both. Boom. Answer. Done. (laughs) You know what? I actually thought that would be kind of crazy. Like, why not? That would be the biggest shocking cast. Talk about swerving and the rock swerving. What if they announced him as Black Adam this whole time, but it turns out he's playing both? Let him grow an afro. Let him be Shazam. I'm not down. Okay, you're not I was, down. I was, not, I was not serious. Do you have a casting? Do you have a, a preferred casting? You know... And I'm, and people out there, uh, viewers of the show, definitely chime in. I want to hear who you think is going to be Shazam, because this is a casting that no one's really talking about Nobody's right now. talking about, because it's so far off. But we are talking about it here. You know, I, it's got to be something huge. Somebody, like, size-wise. Huge. Physically, he's got to stand toe-to-toe with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Right. And so, honestly... I, <laughs> Good luck. They, yep. yeah. There's no, there's no one on earth that can stand toe to toe with Dwayne Johnson and also act. There's yeah. athletes out there, whether they're MMA fighters or professional That's, wrestlers. That can't be true. That there's no. One. I don't think he has to be bigger. I think Black Adam can be bigger. I think he's got to fill out the suit great. I think he can be leaner and smaller, and I'm going to throw one out there. Yeah. Here's the thing. He's also half Samoan Adam, because that's what Dwayne Johnson well, is. Hey, well, they're not twins. Movie. They're you not are, twins. I wanted to hear you. You have me on my feet. I, I think Army Hammer. Okay. I think give Army Hammer another shot. I think, you know, Lone Ranger, not so good. Mirror yeah. Mirror, not so good. Really good in the social network. I think he was originally cast in the reported George Miller Justice League film that didn't happen. He was going to be Batman. Um, I think the there guy, would be a little backlash. He's got the build. 
Mm-hmm. He's young enough to have a future. There's always going to be backlash. Nothing could be worse worse than the um, Affleck Batlash, the Batlash of Affleck. The Batlash. Um, I don't know. Army Hammer, what do you guys think? Dye his hair a little bit? That's what I got. You got anybody? Absolutely no one. I Nothing. Wanna, you know, who, somebody who would have been great, I think, is because he's huge, is like uh, Jason Moa. What about Joe Manginello? Uh, yeah, I was too old. No, I'm no, so upset no, with you. The Rock, The Rock's in his 40s. I think he's amazing. I think he would be awesome, and he's, he's a- everywhere and kicking butt. And- or we could pull from TV universe, and I, we can't choose Stephen Amell, but somebody like that in a different show, okay. like something like that. Yeah, Manginello, I believe, is like six five. He's huge, he's a big yeah. dude, and, and, also, I mean, also massive wrestling fan. And I think he's a good actor too. I think so you like him better because well, no, because him and the, him and The Rock would get along swimmingly. I think he might be a little too old for the character. You do? I do. I do. Just to start the universe, this film's not coming out until 2020. The guy's probably going to be around 50 by then. I mean, he's like in his mid-40s right now. I'm not sure. sure. Jatorel. The Rock is like 42. Yeah, I don't know. But for some reason, I don't mind it as much in like the villain. Or Black Adam, or, you know, whatever's going to be. I feel like they're going to want to go with a younger person for the Shazam character. Well, I've, I've been in the gym, so just give me a couple of years. Oh, LaQuasto, I'm sure you're on the short list. Right. It, just somebody whose body can transform between then and now. I mean, you could do yeah. a lot to change. I'm Think about what uh, Chris did for Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah. uh, Joe's 37. See? Joe Manganiello's 37? Yeah, yeah, I think, you, I think you aged I'm 37. Him. You aged him a bit. He makes me feel like a child. Okay, all right. Maybe Joe Manganiello's on the table. I don't know. Maybe you're on the table. Maybe I'm on the table. Um, I could probably be, be on really the table. Exciting. Do we have a close second? <laughs> okay. Was... okay. All right, we'll, we'll battle it out. Um, all right. So let's go from Twitter from at Jack Allen John. How do you feel about Zack Snyder's involvement? He directed Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Justice League, and is producing Squad and Wonder Woman. I think he'll be busy. <laughs> no, you know, he's just chilling. I, uh, I'm i a big fan of it. I, I got to say, like, my biggest problems with, with Man of Steel were, you know, maybe the Too script long. wasn't as great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it did go on. It did feel like it was a bit long, which is unfortunate because, like, I want that movie to be that long. So if it felt long, it means that there was a, there was a gap in the script. Some of the dialogue hokey. Right. I don't feel like that was his so, fault. So Chris Terrio being brought on. You know, coming off his Academy Award win for Argo, Makes his next two films are Batman v Superman, Justice League Dark. Well, why that matters for Zack Snyder is that means that the words are taken care of. Can Zack Snyder produce a visually stimulating, astounding, believable, uh, converging Warner Brothers DC universe? Hell yes! So you are thinking that his involvement is good? Yes! <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Absolutely! Okay. I, I believe it too, you know. Um, I'm not as positive as you are. Okay. Because I, I this think... This is a discussion? Oh, this of course. Is... I think he's let us down a bit in the past, but I think he also makes beautiful things. I think, so... I also get the feeling that the guy cares. He just seems like oh, an enthusiastic definitely. filmmaker. Like, he called up that, like, local Detroit radio show and was, like, talking about Aquaman. Like, you know, the back and forth that he and JJ were doing when JJ was working on The Force Awakens. Yeah, like, but a lot of people care. And would I trust them with this? I don't know. Like, I care. Would I be able to do mm-hmm. this? No. No, I wouldn't. So, no, you're right. But so you, I do think I mean, it helps if somebody cares. But, I mean, I, you know, based on Watchmen, based on 300. You just want to um, grab a beer with him. Based on Man of Steel. <laughs> I would totally grab a beer with him. I went and saw him at the Apple Store when Watchmen came out. You know, he was super enthusiastic about that. And I just I, I just can't wait to see what this looks like. You know, I think once yeah. we see Batman v Superman, we're going to know a lot about the future the, the of these is going to be amazing. His job is just going to be to make it look great. Exactly. Which and I think do. he's really good yeah. at it. All right. All do right. we have time for one more? We've got one more. All right. This is from at uh, E-R-E 
H W O N O. There you go. <laughs> Alan Tipper. Okay. Well, well, shout- <laughs> okay. Air's movie has most recently been R rated. Would WB let Air's Suicide Squad. Oh, David Ayer's films yeah. have been R rated. Would WB let, let Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad be R rated? Discuss. Oh, man. I mean, what do you think, Johnny? It's called The Suicide Squad. Just let it. Let it let right. They R. might change Never. the title to All You Need Is Squad. Never, ever, Ever is WB gonna let it be R rated? Never, I don't. No think. shot. No shot. Dude. Shotless. It's shotless. Oh. It's dead shot. What was? Oh, tell me that I don't recall. But, um, what was Dark give Knight? It to me. That was R. Uh, PG thirteen. Was it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there will be oh. one. Was F-bomb. Watchmen R? Watchmen was R. I don't think this is gonna be. Watchmen R. was R because Mail and Ackerman got really naked in it. I'm okay with that. At but... 42 minutes and eight seconds <laughs> into the film, I think. <laughs> So Dark Knight was so violent, I thought it was rated But no R. blood. There's going to be a one-off. See, PG-13, you get a lack of blood. And you one get F-bomb. One or two F-bombs, I yeah. think, but yeah. nary a boob anymore, which is weird. Um, I think... I, you seem disappointed with that a little well, bit. Well, you know. Um, I think not, well, no shot in hell. have already seen Margot Robbie's boobs, so... Yeah, exactly. So you can kind of just superimpose so you, your Wolf you of Wall Street. All you want is to see them again. Harley and, Quinn. and not to mention, though, say you know we go the Harley Quinn route where she has a, a you know a New York accent. Margot already crushed that in Wolf of Wall Street. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. Just I, I, but, it makes sense. But to get to the R-rated thing, I, I agree with Roxy. Not a snowball's chance in hell. There's no way. I think it's going to be a really dark film. I think it's going to be a violent film. I I don't think they would ever consider making it R though. I agree. PG seventeen. How about that? PG seventeen. <laughs> All right, guys. I think, uh, you know, that's a good time as any to wrap it up. We yeah. have a lot to digest. Uh, make sure you check us out. We're on the Popcorn Talk now. We're not mm-hmm. uh, going to be on the Schmoes No Podcast YouTube channel. So make sure you find us on Popcorn Talk. Uh, where else? Uh, I'm at, at Adam Gertler on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Roxy Stryer. Just so you guys know, though, on YouTube, on iTunes, I'm going to say it again because we really, really love the love you guys showing up. Yeah. And we are still loving you guys as Schmoville. We love Love you, popcorn talkers. We are all under one umbrella now. That's right. Um, so, welcome to the family. And at Jay Quasto, and if you like stand-up comedy, December 11th to the 14th at the Brea Improv in California, and December 17th to the 20th, Comedy Works in Denver, and then back home in Pennsylvania, December 21st in Bethlehem. Ooh. If you live anywhere in the area, hit me up on social media. I'll tell you how to get tickets. All right. See you later, guys. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.